Hi, I'm Dave Bushong, KZ1O, and this is 99hobbies.com. It's probably a safe bet that everyone listening to this knows what a podcast is. But have you ever wondered what goes into the making of a podcast? Have you ever thought about making podcasts about your special interest in ham radio or maybe for training or bulletins for your club? How do you make a podcast? Well, recently in California, there was a podcasting expo where people get together from all over the country, well, all over the world, to discuss the past, present, and future of podcasting. One of those people was Mark Jensen, KB2EGB. You probably know Mark from his hamradiocast.com and podsquad.com websites. Today, our Ham Radio Podcast is about Ham Radio Podcasts. Hey, Mark, how was the expo? I hope uh, you had a good trip. Yeah, good to be here, Dave, and, well, kind of kind of good to be back home. You know, as, uh, the older I get, uh, the less I like to travel, but the expo itself was, um, was very interesting and a lot going on, and I really see every year, this is going to be the third year of the Podcast Expo. Well, it's what's now called the New Media Expo. And every year I see quantum leaps in the scope and just what's happening at the Expo. Well, you've been, you've been doing podcasts. And actually, and just so the listeners are up to date, you've been doing podcasts and you were a DJ. You've done voiceovers. Um, you, you've been in, and I'm using air quotes here, you've been in the business for a long time. <laughs> it's been a while, yeah. I started off in uh, in 83 when I was still in college and have never looked back. So, yeah, I've always been a median in some form or another. If you take a look outside of, of the box uh, of, you know, our own little uh, technological uh, world and ask the person on the street what a podcast is, um, you're, we're still at the point where maybe... Nine out of ten, you know, would say they really don't understand it. They, they've heard the word, mm-hmm. but they really don't know what a podcast is. And basically all, all a podcast is is really just a, a syndication. And it's a, a means of, of synchronization of, uh, of media. And, uh, of course, started off with the early bloggers doing text. The next nat- natural progression was audio. And now we're seeing, you know, vidcast, videocast, whatever the latest uh, uh, word is for them. And I've seen a lot of that at the Expo this year. That was a real, I think, is a, a real turning point as well, is that we're seeing so much more now in video than we ever were before. Oh, I've noticed that too, yeah. So it's a it's a big change, and I see a lot of it going from, you know, basically the first year of the podcast expo was really kind of like a homecoming. It was just a group of uh, people that really almost everybody knew each other, and the second year was a bit more corporate, <laughs> and now this third year is kind of like a little mini um, National Association of Broadcasters convention. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that, that's... It, it's really gotten to be very. Um, Oh boy, I hate to use that that word, but um, people are really looking to monetize <laughs> this year. I think that you and I need to talk about uh, a whole other subject uh, next time we get together. I I wanted to talk about uh, how ham radio works up with this, but um, that's that's actually very interesting to me. Um, when I started doing podcasts, I thought that maybe I could use it. 
to make money for my company, my, my boss's company actually. And I thought, well, I'll just have some fun with ham radio in the meantime. And then, you know, you and I have done a couple of projects together. And, right. you know, we bumped into each other doing ham radio podcasts. Um, when you get some sound file on your computer, is it a tremendous thing to make it? Uh, how do you make a MP3 uh, recording? Well, it really, I think at this early point in the game, it, it's as easy or as difficult as you, you want to make it. And there are uh, a lot of people that really like the going the, the simplest and easiest route which I, I guess makes sense, <laughs> except if you're real geeks like, you know, maybe like you and, you and I, uh, we tend to uh, like to put a little bit more into it. But, um, you know, I mean, we've talked before, and you probably know, you know, I've got the Orlex uh, Sound Reinforced Studio and um, put a substantial investment in that and uh, a lot sure. of sound processing gear, things like that. Um, the real answer is in, in order to create an MP3 file and even to, you know, create a, a podcast that, uh, you're proud of and that sounds good uh, these days does not take a lot and that has all happened uh, within the last I would say probably five years I was going to say ten but probably more like five where we've seen these you know studio quality mics that are available mm-hmm. uh, that you know used to be thousands upon thousands of dollars uh, that now you can pick up for a hundred bucks and so people are taking advantage of all of this technology that's out there and the sound technology and um, really um, you know, utilizing it uh, to its max. And uh, we have web hosting now that's um, you know, made for podcasting. So instead of having to go in there and do all of the back-end work yourself like you did you know, even just a year ago, um, you know, now you can just uh, point and click and you're up in, uh, in a few minutes with a podcast. Well, actually, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, uh, talking about hosting. Um, some of the early podcasts on uh, here on 99hobbies.com were on archive.org, which is all free, and sometimes you know, it's a slow connection. Um, but you really don't need to buy a domain or to pay uh, a bunch for hosting these days. Right. It used to be that you, you had to really pretty much be a geek to have a podcast. <laughs> and we're only talking, what, two years ago. Uh, you know, you <laughs> That's had to true. The, um, <laughs> the domain, you had to buy the hosting, you had to know, you know, what kind of bandwidth you needed. Uh, you had to manually FTP all of your files and set up the SQL connection to the server mm-hmm. for the blog so that everything would be archived correctly. Um, these days, you know, if, if you don't want to be bothered with that, you don't have to. So now that we've terrified everybody who who might think about uh, wanting to do a blog, let's say that, let's say you're listening to this podcast and you thought it would be a good idea to, to have a podcast for, I don't know, your your club or for you know you have a special interest in some particular part of ham radio um i was thinking about you know in in qst there's been a column called hints and kinks and people send in ideas about you know i found out a really good way to do this i mean i'm thinking that podcasting is a is a perfect way to get these ideas out there for people who who would like to hear it instead of read it well, that that's a very good point. Um, there are all there is really a lot of talk about ebooks and yeah. 
putting together lessons uh, online and um, you know use, utilizing video and uh, leveraging audio. You know, a, a lot of people uh, listen to podcasts on their commute time. You know, it's just another it, it, a much better way of making use of their time than listening to the radio a lot of times. And so, you know, this is um, this is something that, that's happening, and I'm seeing it more and more where people are taking advantage of that uh, that opportunity. Again, thinking about somebody who is creating a podcast, mm-hmm. if it's like, you know, I have this great idea that I'd like to tell the world about, um, it's now possible to do this, right? That's right. And you know, well, just one of many buzzwords now is narrowcasting. And I guess you could say that that's what we're doing. If, if depending on what you compare it to, um, is that um, you know we're, we're just about anybody with a hundred dollar microphone, or let's even say now a fifty dollar microphone <laughs> that can plug into their USB port mm-hmm. and uh, get on one of these services that will step you through, uh, and that's uh, already set up for podcasting, can get their word out to millions of people, and uh, and to me that's amazing. Because, you know, just really probably only three years ago, I was looking into uh, setting up a low-power FM uh, commercial station. Because that's exactly what I wanted to do, is basically become my own broadcaster. And, you know, I I started looking into all of the details and just what it would cost and, you know, all of the, the... site fees, engineering fees, licensing fees, and even if I wanted to end up paying all of that, you know, which came out to millions of dollars, there were no frequencies uh, available. So, <laughs> um, and now, you know, here we are a mere three years later, and this whole new opportunity has opened up that anybody really with a microphone and a computer that wants to get their word out can do it, and um, so many have. And uh, you can get it out to literally. Uh, there are podcasts out there that have millions of listeners per month. Not all of them, really. In fact, um, you know, I would say um, maybe half or less re- rely on expensive studio time or uh, large investments of equipment to do that. Uh, the old saying, content is king, really is true. <laughs> it's what you're saying and what the messages you're getting out there that's, that's really important. And, you know, now people are getting a little bit more picky in that, you know, they don't, they don't want it to sound bad. They want it to, to sound pretty good. But, uh, but the content, obviously, is the most important uh, component. Oh, that's actually a very good point. I wanted to, I hope that uh, we hit on that uh, during this conversation. There's... I've I've listened to some podcasts. the The audio quality is outstanding, but they didn't have anything to talk about. And other times, I've I've heard some conversations that were incredible, but their audio really stunk. And and I guess, you know, if if somebody's going to do a podcast, you, you have to decide which of those. Although, ideally, you, you'd have both, right? <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> And I think it's really a component of, of talent. You know, some people that are very creative and have a very good message and are incredible speakers aren't necessarily technical and vice versa. So, yeah, it, it helps to have that combination. And 
but but really when it comes down to it, if somebody has something really exciting to say and interesting and they can captivate an audience, um, most people will put up with, um, you know, with some problem in audio quality. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Like that. <laughs> I, I actually had uh, somebody on one of my previous podcasts. I'm not going to go into detail, but it was uh, it, it was very poor quality on my part, but the content was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and, and, you know, that that's an important point, Dave, is that uh, a lot of people, uh, this is one of the messages that I've tried to get out, and I, this year I actually see it sinking in, is, um, and it's, it's basically what I've called all along is zero post-production. But it's, it's a really just an ideology, and um, I've, I've talked to so many people. There's still a lot of people that do a lot of back-end post-production. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. But the, the only thing is really what, what you're doing is sanitizing the content. Mm-hmm. And there's a big difference between, you know, if I were to make a voiceover, then obviously, you know, I go over and over it and make sure it's perfect. Uh, I don't want any clicks, pops, hisses, things like that uh, in, in a finished product. But that's exactly what it is. is that's more of a product. And it's a recording in the same way as, you know, if you were going to take it to the extreme and record the next, um, you know, uh, platinum um, record. Well, I shouldn't say record, CD or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, if you're doing that kind of thing, then, yeah, you have to be really meticulous. Sure. But when you're doing a recording, I kind of... um, really compare it to a lot of the syndicated radio programs. You know, if you're doing, um, if you're the host of um, a huge radio program that literally has uh, millions upon millions of listeners, and you're syndicated all over the world, there are, you know, ahs and ums and, you know, people that even, you know, make clicks and pops and you hear sometimes dead air for a few seconds. Well, yeah, that's the way people talk. Exactly, and that's really what it comes down to, and that's what I, the way, or the I guess the uh, the concept that I utilize for a podcast is that you know I'm I'm just a person, and uh, yeah, I do the ahs and the uhs and the ums, and uh, there may be a pause, or I may misspeak, or I may mispronounce, but uh, I'm getting to the point where I really don't go back and make any changes, and I think that at least in my opinion that's a better way of creating a podcast you know you'd leave that in there unless you make a really you know gross mistake or something <laughs> that, that may get you sued or you know, something oh, yeah. like that <laughs> yeah don't forget the lawsuit part when i was um at uh, field day last year not this year but um i walked around with a recorder and it's like how's it going what are you up to and you know, there's all this background noise and everything, and it was it was one of my most favorite ones that I did because it was all spontaneous and it wasn't sanitized like you. The word, actually, the word you used is the same one I thought of. That it's like, you know what? We're just here having fun this weekend on uh, field day, and it was it was wonderful. And I think, and we're talking about, you know, if we're talking about ham radio, it's one thing. If we're talking about, you know, some kind of legal process or something, yeah, you probably want to weigh every word correctly. But as far as ham radio goes, and and again, the the whole podcast we're talking about today is to uh, encourage people to, you know, start their own podcast about ham radio stuff. Oh, definitely. It's a hobby, and it's fun, and everybody wants to hear what you have to say. Funny thing is that out at this expo, which was, uh, of course, a you know commercial 
venture that most of the people that recognized me just kind of glanced at the tag and said, oh, I know you, were hands. <laughs> and it, was, it really surprised me. I did not think that there would be that many ham radio operators out there, but there were. And, and some really fascinating people. And it, it's kind of a um, unique experience to have people that say, yeah, I've been listening to you for two years, and yeah, I really enjoy what you do, and I've never met this person before. I didn't know they were out there. <laughs> I had no idea they were listening. And it's a great feeling. So yeah, I would encourage anybody out there that you know, thinks they have a message, a ham radio, maybe even otherwise, uh, they want to get out. Uh, this is a perfect medium for it. Well, and that's the other thing that... Uh um, all of us hams are never afraid of the microphone, so if you want to uh, <laughs> get out there and say something, go ahead. And it, it really doesn't cost anything. If you want to, if you want to spend some money on the hardware, if you want, if you know, if you want to spend money on the hosting, that's okay too. But you really don't have to spend that much, right? Right, and you know, if you if you wanted to, I guess bypass the cost of the microphone, uh, you could even do uh, maybe an all CW uh, podcast. <laughs> I haven't heard one of those yet, uh, but uh, so I, I assume yeah. that you're about to propose one right now. Or do you have your your <laughs> key handy? Uh, but yes, definitely. It really it doesn't take a lot. It doesn't take nearly as much as it used to, and you can really make a fantastic sounding podcast with a very small initial investment, which of course is is the best, probably the best way to start off. And if you find that, yeah, you really you want to, this is the way it usually happens. Is somebody starts off with a little $30 USB mic, and they find, well, you know, it sounds okay, but then they hear somebody else with a better mic, and they want to, you know. And uh, I guess in ham radio, we've all gone through that with the radios ourselves. Oh, you know, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. With the newest thing, and all of a sudden we want it. So, you know, the same thing goes for podcasting. Yeah, it's like when somebody says, well, um, how much does it take to get radios now that I have my ham radio license? Uh, well, you could spend five bucks, or you could spend, <laughs> I don't know, 50000 I mean, as, as much as you want to. That's probably true in any, any kind of hobby, whether it's cars or computers or ham radio or anything so yeah definitely you you can go as as light or deep as you like and uh yeah i mean that, that's funny but that is people have asked me that you know just how much does it take to get into ham radio well yeah we all know that's a wide open uh, question <laughs> yeah and we've all been there too <laughs> right all right, Mark Jensen, KB2EGB, thanks so much for being here on 99 Hobbies again. And uh, my guess is that you, you and I are going to talk again sometime soon. I sure hope so. Well, the pleasure is all mine, Dave, and uh, it's been fun to uh, be a part of it. Okay, Mark, 73. 73.